Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. the bones and then the back. Here to the Back in 1693, the people of Salem, Massachusetts Witches! Yes? Thought they got rid of the Sanderson sisters for good. Uh, we shall be back! <laughs> 300 years later, it's Halloween Eve and they're back. Uh-oh. We are home! Are you boys a little old to be trick-or-treating? We're talking about three ancient hags versus the 20th century. How bad can it be? Now they're digging up old friends. And running amok. Looking for the one thing they miss most. You stay for supper. I'm not hungry. But we are. Only one boy has the power to stop them. Prepare to die again! You have no powers here, you fool! Before all Salem falls under their spell. Walt Disney Pictures presents Bette Midler. Uh, hello. Sarah Jessica Parker. Without dance with me. And Kathy Najimi. Hocus Pocus. Into the night! They love to fly. And it shows. Good night. Sleep tight. No screaming. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to A Very Merry Iconic Podcast with me, Danny. And me, Jenna. Hello, Jenna. Hello, Danny. It's our first episode back of season three. Yes, tis the season. It's so nice to be back. I know. I'm happy. I'm happy we're back. And I know, of course, how you've been because we've kept in touch. But yes. tell the listeners what's been going on with you over the past year. Our last episode was, oh, yeah. I think, a New Year's episode of, of 2020 going into 2021. So how are you in 2021? Oh, you know, I am... Uh, I would say surviving and thriving, a hot combo of that. Right. I did actually, because the fan base loves Hallmark movies, I did write a Hallmark movie that got shot and already aired That's since so we exciting. last recorded. It's called The Perfect Wedding Match. So if you have Hallmark or a way to download... Head you know. on over to the dark web. Yes. Find a perfect match. <laughs> perfect wedding match. Um, it's basically about a plus ones dating app, which I think is a real invention that should happen. I like, Yes. Like if you're a good plus one, you should be able to just 
elitely be selected to be someone's plus one. Did you ever see there's a movie called Plus One with Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan's son and Maya Erskine from, of course, Ben 15. Is it so good? It's so good. It's, it's so, so good. cute. It's on Hulu. Yeah. I it's bawled. like a very low budget romantic comedy, but mm-hmm. I loved it. It's really good. It. Jack Quaid. He's yeah. really good. He's good. Yeah. yeah. I know. But and of Maya's course, you know, I miss, She's been on I want, I want Meg to come back. You oh, know, that's I know. what I miss. We were just talking uh, for the listeners out there. We were trying to figure out what we're going to cover this season because mm-hmm. our goal is six episodes. We're going to under promise, hopefully over deliver and do more than that. Oh yeah. But we both have busy schedules. So we wanted to uh, do a handful of them and then hopefully we'll get to eight, maybe 10, something like that. Yes. Uh, however, we were just talking before and trying to figure out our list of holiday movies, and we were talking about When Harry Met Sally, oh. which I guess is sort of a fall movie because there's lots of autumn foliage. But then mm-hmm. I think of it as a New Year's movie because of the, of course, climactic, iconic scene. With the kiss. With the kiss. Yeah. Where, and that, to me, I know yeah. we're talking Hocus Pocus on the show today, but just really quickly, <laughs> that scene... By the way, if you haven't listened to Very Merry Iconic Podcast, just know that we don't stick to the film a lot. No, we use no. it as a jumping off point. Bunch of tangents detours a lot along the way. We're going to try our best to keep it on track this season. But just know that going in. Strap in to the sleigh. The sleigh is off the rails. Either get in or get out, baby. Yeah. Uh, but we're that movie when Harry met Sally, the climactic scene when uh, she is saying, Meg is saying to Billy Crystal, like, I hate you, I hate you, but he's, she's really saying, I love you, I love you. It's yes. the most beautiful writing, first of all. The most beautiful scene. I love that. I love the two of them together. Although mm-hmm. he's much older than her. In, oh, he is. In, in I didn't know life. that. Yeah. Oh, oh we, we should do city slickers on another. Is that a holiday? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I guess they went on a holiday vacation to a dude ranch. Right. So, so it sort could of. count. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll do city slickers as a bonus for our male listeners and ranch girls. For the straights. <laughs> Straights and the Ranch Girls of my good city slickers. Um, I was so stoked that we somehow have not done Hocus Pocus yet. I know. I know. Well, another disclaimer, I covered Hocus Pocus on my other show, which is Mm -hmm. called Everything Iconic, years ago. Mm -hmm. But it was one of our most demanded films. Like when we went to the Instagram account, we asked people, what do they want? For Halloween last year, we covered Casper. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like so many people wanted Hocus Pocus. Mm -hmm. And it's become this weird classic. 100%. 100%. Like, I remember loving it as a kid. Mm-hmm. Of course, I grew up seeing it. And it was one of those movies that replayed a million times on, like, the Disney Channel, on yeah, TV. TNT, whatever. Yeah, and so I feel like we there's a certain generation of people that just saw it over and over again and it sort of forced us to think it's a classic in the same way that I think Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. <laughs> yes, when yeah. we were growing up, don't you remember, it was on HBO constantly. Yeah, so you're like, oh, this is a great movie. I this think is- my brothers and I must have watched that upwards of 10 times a Saturday. Yeah. Like it was just hook. every okay, Saturday. Okay. Yeah, like yeah. just watch it <laughs> oh, yeah. over and over again. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like that's what happened to Hocus Pocus. But in the best way. Like, I, I'm not one of those people. There's there's this group of people now who feel like Hocus Pocus is a, a crap movie and, and this this whole idea of it being a classic is wrong. And they they get mad that Hocus Pocus is, like, being merched and, and people post about it on social media and everything. Mm-hmm. I like the celebration of it. Oh, yeah. I think it's a, a fun, cute, light movie. Mm-hmm. Female-driven. Female-driven. You know, witchcraft. Which, who doesn't love that? <laughs> yeah. And you know what I said when we were doing Casper? Huh. I think Casper would be as well regarded as Hocus Pocus if the uncle ghosts were played by three older uh, actresses mm-hmm. instead of just three ghosts. Because I feel like 
uh, the gays and the women, they would have latched onto it in a way that they did with Hocus Pocus. Yeah. If they had some character actresses in there exactly. instead of Fatso, Stretch, and whatever the fuck yeah. the other one's name is. <laughs> That's the reason why we're not covering Grumpy or Old Men or any of those. You know, like uh, no you one... did just suggest City Slickers. I did. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Also, Hook starts at a Christmas pageant, doesn't it? Oh my God, Hook is. We a could Christmas totally Hook. You know what I love about I love about Hook is that Julia Roberts apparently had, and I love Jules, but oh, yeah. apparently allegedly she had like a horrible time on set with Steven Spielberg on Hook, and she like oh. hated it. And I think she was like separate from everyone because she just plays the Tinkerbell. She was small. She oh, was, maybe because yeah. she was on, okay, because she was probably on a green screen. Probably green screen or something, but apparently it was like hell for her. Oh, no. So it's funny to, I mean, it's kind of <laughs> funny really to watch funny. that movie and just think of like what a hellish time people had on it. She's her. like fresh off the heels of Pretty Woman and she's like, why am I in this outfit? Like, what, like, what am I doing? doing? She probably signed on before <laughs> Pretty Woman came out and she's like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, Not even the lead. <laughs> Not even the lead. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jules though. Oh, I love Me her. Me too. Uh, Wait, what were we talking about? City Slickers. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. I, I had a question for you. Oh, yeah. Not related to Hocus Pocus. Oh, yeah. Good. <laughs> Does City Slickers have a female lead in it? Who's the female? I can't even. No. I think it doesn't. They have I Curly and then seen. the animals and then Marv. Actually, okay. Well, there you go. We have Marv Ma- or Harry. From, Lamar, you mean from Daniel Lamar. Stern? Yeah, yeah, Daniel Stern. So it's kind of a Christmas movie. He's got and he's got a female <laughs> energy. So it's sort he of a does, Christmas. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, okay. So Hocus Pocus. Now yes. we're going to dive into it. Now the movie is about. We're going to play. We played the trailer earlier in the episode, but uh, it starts on Halloween 1693 in Salem, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Of course, Thackeray B- Banks is witnessing his little sister Emily being whisked away in the woods by the Sanderson sisters, played by Kathy Najimy, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Beth. Mendler. Mm-hmm. The three witches are named Winifred, Sarah, and Mary. And at the cottage, the witches cast a spell on Emily to absorb her youth and regain their own, killing her in the process. And when they were approaching, I don't know if this happened for you when you're watching it, but when they're approaching their cottage, it had pink smoke coming out the chimney. And I was like, another gender reveal gone bad. <laughs> like just a pink smoke coming from the woods. We're so traumed now. Right. Where that means, okay. The gender botched. reveals, uh, honestly, like I'm over them. I am too. They yeah. really make me uncomfortable just because they've gotten so absurd. And look, I understand them, and I'm not uh, so uh, diametrically opposed to them in general, but they've just become this insane celebration. It's easy because it's like, oh, my kid has sex organs. Like, that's what we're celebrating. Mm -hmm. It's like, Mm -hmm. okay, so your body just did its job. Right. (laughs) You're (laughs) back. And I don't know. I ran a half marathon. I didn't like blow up a forest. And I hate the blue and pink of it all because it's like, I hate that idea Mm -hmm. because it just takes me back to being a kid where it was like, I I talked about this in my other show. Like I wanted a fucking Polly Pocket when I was a kid, but I couldn't ask for a Polly Pocket because I was so uh, trained to only want traditionally masculine things Mm -hmm. that of course I had to play with my Ninja Turtles, which I loved. Totally. But But part of me wanted a Polly Pocket. (laughs) I had the April April O'Neil Barbie. Oh, she had a Barbie. Yeah, oh God, I loved April. Like a, I loved yeah, April. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She was uh, yeah, um, queen. Speaking of later on, remember when the sisters um, all get burned alive in the school? Sorry, spoilers. Okay. Wait, <laughs> green smoke came out. Oh my God, what was the smoke budget? I don't know. It must have been high. Uh, maybe it's in the thing. <laughs> Wait, oh, sorry. What were you saying? Um, okay, so you mentioned the school. Yes. When they're burned alive in the school. <laughs> yes. Okay, like, why the fuck did the school have that? Like, an incinerator? An incinerator. Yeah. I was like, Dude, is this mo- the pottery area? But no, it was like, enough but to fit human, don't have three that, human right? beings in it. That's, my <laughs> high school, I don't think had that. Yeah. Or at least, like, we were kept away from it. it this seemed like a, a just a 
normal middle part of the school. Yeah. The I looked it up also. John Bailey's a real elementary school that was abandoned, and that's where they filmed. Um, oh, and Seems the little... like a fire hazard. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, the little girl Emily at the start. Um, she this was the only thing she ever did. She has not acted before or since. And I was like, she was probably traumed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. For sure. What we know about I always Hollywood. feel bad because the guy who played... The voice of Zachary Binks, which a lot of people think uh-huh. it's Zachary Binks, the cat slash boy uh-huh. slash man, because he's, I guess, a man when he's older. Oh, yeah. Which also, I think that was maybe supposed to... Oh, no. The other one was they offered it to Leonardo DiCaprio, <gasps> the, the brother. Oh. But Zachary, the voice, is the guy who played the voice of Max from Goof Troop. What? And he was also, fun fact, on the TV show Step by Step oh, that's with Suzanne Somers and Patrick Duffy. Who was he on it? He was like uh, the daughter. This is so such a weird throwback. But Step by Step was a sitcom from the nineties, oh, which they just put on HBO Max, and I made Matt watch an episode of the other night because they it? just added. No, he's like, "What's this?" And I was what? like, "You've never heard of Step by Step?" Oh, it's so good. So we watch an episode from like the last season, mm-hmm. which is not the way to go because not only was that show like not the best, but by the end of it, it was like definitely not. It, by Cody the end of it, lived in the van in their driveway. <laughs> like, let him inside. <laughs> they all fucking lived together at the end. It was because I never seen the last season of it because okay. I think it moved. It was on ABC, then it went somewhere. Mm. And so we, I was just like, let's put on the season seven premiere of Step by Step. Perfect. Which he had no knowledge of what was going on. <laughs> and then it was like, they all lived together. Even though all the kids were in college, they all still lived at the house with Suzanne Summers. Oh um, she looked great, by the way. Never oh, looked yeah. better, Suzanne Summers. But he, Max, the voice... He plays Dana, the oldest daughter's boyfriend, who the whole joke in the series is that he's like very short. Oh. But he's a voice actor and also a real actor, but they didn't let him in Hocus Pocus, but they let his voice in Hocus, Hocus Pocus. Does that, that make sense? So inter- yeah, that was a time of life for him then. He was thriving. Thri- step by step. Goof goof movie or goofy, goofy movie, movie? Yeah. which is a great Disney film, a goofy movie. Oh, yeah, it is great. good. Yeah. Uh, Thackeray Binks. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he did some other stuff. I feel like maybe he was the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog or something. Yeah. I don't know. We don't have facts here. That's what Kathy Najimy was doing. She did Sister Act, Hocus Pocus, and then went right back to do Sister Act 2. The That's two of them, like king sister. and queen of the 90s, the two of them. Seriously, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they like high-fived on set and were like, we're crushing it. What about these clowns? Well, they you didn't know? even let the guy on set because he was just the voice. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even let He's him the on. Julia Roberts of Hocus Pocus. I said, get like, out of here. I'm off on my own. He's doing VO. But then also, I feel bad for the guy who played the boy, the human version, because then it's like, imagine, and this brings us back to Casper, because mm-hmm. Casper... Devin Sawa played Casper as a human, but then didn't play the voice of Casper. Which is so insane. it was like, but that doesn't happen anymore. They don't yeah. dub people's voices, especially like in live action stuff. Sometimes mm-hmm. in animated films, they'll do like in Aladdin, the singing voice is different than the mm-hmm. speaking voice. But only in the 90s were they just dubbing people's voices and hiring other actors. And I can't mm-hmm. imagine, not that I get hired for a lot of acting, but I can't imagine getting hired for a job. And then they're like, oh, you're not going to, we don't like your voice. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to use we're you. We're going to dub you. We need you at the very, very end, though. Like a day, <laughs> you're a day player, essentially. Or they record, like they hire the person and then in post, they just dub his voice. Yeah. And it's like, then you go to the premiere and you're like, where the fuck is my voice? Like, <laughs> yeah. whose voice is that? 
That would be so weird. Or the voice of Casper, that poor guy who recorded the voice of Casper. And oh, then yeah. they're like, oh, you're not cute enough to play the boy who's in three minutes of the film. Yeah. And so Devin Sawa gets all the fame from Casper. And you're then, so justice for this guy. Okay, we'll look I him know, up. I know. Yeah. I was really close to getting Devin Sawa on my podcast because he's in Love the new him. Chucky movie. And I thought he was going to do oh, it. Maybe yeah. he's still well. We're, we're working on it. Oh, yeah. I'm friends with Emily Valentine. Oh. Yeah. I from think she does the Nano to an O? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Think, yeah, she does the Chuckies. Okay, wait. So let's talk oh, yeah. about uh, uh, the three witches. So you had, uh, for listeners out there, Jenna brought some facts about Kathy Najimy that yes. she wanted to share with us. Oh, that was the only one. Oh, okay. <laughs> I should have done more. But I thought that was so cool that she was I, like... Before we started recording, you were like, I got some facts about Kathy Najimy. I got to make sure we have some time to go over. To go over and it was just that one. The cat out. Yeah, exactly. Just the movie. The, her, she had a busy two years of just sisters-themed movies. <laughs> I'm very proud of her. She's Sister so cool. Themes. Yes. I love her. And they're doing um, a new Hocus Pocus. They're doing Hocus Pocus 2 that yeah. I think they're about to film or started filming. And uh, the witches are returning. And from yes. what I understand, I heard some inside gas. Oh, yeah. That they had two scripts. <gasps> there was one script without the witches. And there was oh. one script with the witches. And Disney wasn't sure because the witches wanted a lot of money. Oh. Which they deserve. Given th- that's what this they're movie's the- famous for is the three of them. Yes. I'm sorry, but like doing a... A made for Disney Plus mm-hmm. movie version of this without those three Sweet. doesn't make any sense. So, like, give them all the fucking money. Yeah. Not only that, Disney has made so much money off merchandising those three women, mm-hmm. and they don't get a penny of that merchandising. Mm-hmm. So, give them the money for part two, like yes. what you should have paid them for all these uh, merchandise. Because I see now pillows, candles, uh, mm-hmm. mouse pads, mouse pads, uh, ornaments, mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine. The costuming on those witches is everything. Mm-hmm. The hair, oh, so the good. makeup, all, that's what makes it so memorable. Mm-hmm. And if you read reviews back from 93 when this came out, a lot of people were like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah. Makeup and hair and stuff. But now those looks are costumes and they're iconic. Mm-hmm. And so those women, I believe, probably had such a large hand in crafting those looks yeah. that have now become costumes that Disney sells on their website. And mm-hmm. Miniatures and everything. And it's just like, give them the money. Yeah. Disney's got so much money. Sometimes I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. They should give it away. Give it away. Yeah. So give it away, give it away, give it away. <laughs> um, okay. So the movie opens with that old scene. And then we cut to present day, which is October 31st, 1993. Mm-hmm. And we meet Max Dennis and his sister, Danny. Which I think I might have said on the show before when I was younger, I related to her because her name was Danny and I had Aww. an older brother. So I always thought of Max as like my brother, Brian. Yeah. Thora yeah. Birch. I felt related to Thora Birch. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> oh, no. I'm thinking of something else. Did you ever see that movie, uh, Secret of Gold Diggers or Gold Digger Mountain? Do you know um, what I'm talking about? Yes. Is it called? It Was Was it Christina was it like Ricci? Gold and, um, Mountain? Something like that? Gold Mountain. Unclear. Oh, I've seen. Yeah. You know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, I do. I yeah. saw that in theaters on like a birthday once. Yeah. Um, okay. And now and then too, they were both in that. I love now That's and then. That's such a good. Is that a holiday movie? I mean, how could? Yeah, how can we relate that now and <laughs> then to holiday? I feel like there's a way. Yeah. Is there a Christmas scene in that? Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, so we meet them in present day. They move to this new town, and Max, mm-hmm. everyone's a, a dick to him. Like he's mm-hmm. trying to press this Allison. Yeah. He's got the big yabos. Yeah. They call oh, yeah. him yabos, mm-hmm. and he's trying to press this girl. Who's gorgeous? She was like a model too, I think, yeah, and she was in the movie Ladybugs. Did you ever oh, see that? Oh yeah, I love Ladybugs. So oh, good, yeah, Rodney like Dangerfield. Yeah, yeah. And Jack Kay. What a comic duo! Oh my <laughs> gosh, right? That movie does not hold up. It's amazing. I haven't watched it. In oh, a while. I did. It's oh, I need jarring. To watch it. Where do yeah. they have it at? Oh, it's really um, 
you gotta tra- you gotta track it down. Sometimes looking back at these movies <laughs> is a big mistake. It I mean, totally- we we covered Jingle all the way last year, and there's a lot in that where it's like, what? Oh yeah, the mask. Have you rewatched that? No. One? What's wrong oh, with that one? Oh, he's like a like a predator. Oh my god. <laughs> Like, Jim Carrey, no means no. <laughs> the, I had um, that trans activist Jen Richards on my oh, show, and she was talking about how Ace Ventura, she's like the whole conceit and the end and the climax of that movie is the fact that he everyone's so disgusted that they kissed a trans person. Mm-hmm. And th- it's like 10 minutes of everyone just being gross and like Jim Carrey brushing his teeth and everything because he's so disgusted. So and I went back and watched and I'm like, oh my God, like it's it's so bad. Yeah. And I think like obviously now looking back at things mm-hmm. through the lens of today, if we're going to find problematic things. But that was yeah. one in particular where I was like, whoa. That was a heavy, yeah, heavy handed. Heavy handed. Also, are you also at the age now where the parents in the movies are hot? Like oh, Max's yeah, yeah. dad, I was like, "Oh, what's up, Max's dad?" I feel like I was always at that age. <laughs> yeah. I like always kind of like the. I know I've always had a thing for Steve Martin. Oh yeah, he's Kurt Russell. Yeah, Kurt Russell and Captain Ron like so did it for me. Hot. Yeah, thank you. Agreed. That is like so peak, peak man. Kurt Russell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, with the eye patch. Does he have an eye patch in there? Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. Uh, okay, so in this movie, so you like the parents? Yeah, I'm into the, the dad. You're into the. I'm dad. into the dad. Max's dad. Okay, I like see. Physically, that. yeah, I, I feel that. <laughs> yeah. There's this whole thing about the black flame candle. Now, it, yeah. the whole town knows about it. And if you light, if you're a virgin who lights the candle, there's a lot of virgin talk in this movie too, which is surprising yes. for a Disney film. Totally. Like mm-hmm. I can't imagine they would make this today. Oh yeah, because Max is young, right? He's really young, and it's like all about him. Being, and he's like shouting about how he's a virgin. Everyone's then making fun of the fact that he's a virgin. Yeah, it's like, it's are like, none of the other children in the school virgins right. too. <laughs> It made me feel bad about myself. I was like, wait, I was a virgin throughout at that time. And yeah, like, I still am. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still waiting. Yeah, still waiting. <laughs> I can still light that fucking candle. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right. It's, um, that is such a theme. It's such a weird thing. Yeah. And it, apparently if they light it, then the sisters will come back. Mm-hmm. And so on Halloween night, First of all, he says to his sister, he has got to take his sister to go trick-or-treating. Yes. And he says, like, why can't you go alone? And I'm like, she's fucking eight. Yeah, she's Like, 10. she's an eight-year-old girl. In a new town. In a brand new town. Yeah. And, yeah, you can't let an eight-year-old uh, nowadays... Uh, you couldn't even back then, though. It was 93. You still couldn't send your eight-year-old out no. into the wild. Yeah. Um, I love the bullies. The way they portray those oh, yeah. two bullies in the graveyard. You yeah. know, they got the long hair and then ice. Very 90s. So 90s. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, Hollywood. Ice. Yeah, I was like, this is classic writing. They nailed it. <laughs> and all the shoe, there's like a big shoe mm-hmm. subplot with them or something. Yeah, stealing his shoes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, and then the, they go on Halloween night. Okay? There's this, mm-hmm. Max and Danny, they go to the Yabo's house mm-hmm. and they get her to come out. She's Her family's having this big Victorian party. She's in this big dress. She's like, let me change. I'm going to go with you guys. Oh, that was a cool set piece too. Like that huge Halloween party. How fun. The costuming in this is really incredible. Yeah. Like aside from the witches, that whole Victorian costumes. But I think, I don't know, the costuming is just very memorable to me. Yeah. And Kenny Ortega directed it. He did the High School Musical and he did Newsies. Oh. He's good. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Big dance numbers are his jam. I'm a big proponent. I think we've talked about this before. I think every movie should have a song and dance routine. Mm-hmm. Because the movies that I love from the 90s, 
uh, when I think of First Wives Club or Romeo and Michelle High School Reunion or Stepmom, they always have a song or a dance number that doesn't really make sense. Mm-hmm. Like when they're, it's it's really shoehorned into First Wives Club them having that musical number. Mm-hmm. But that's the most memorable part of the movie. And it comes back at the end, and it's yeah. so it's so sweet. Or or Stepmom when they're singing "Ain't No Mountain High Enough." Oh. It's like that doesn't make any fucking sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they lip sync, hairbrush, it. microphones, I and they're just lip singing around the house. Like that doesn't make any sense. But I love that part. Yeah. Or in Romeo and Michelle when they do the the dance number. Mm-hmm. And they're just dancing around and it just ends then. Mm-hmm. It's and like, it's fully oh synchronized. No one comments on it. It's just cool. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love it. So then they go to this museum, which I we need to talk about this for at least 45 minutes. Yes. The museum that's set up in the town, mm-hmm. it's abandoned. But all the stuff is still in it. Yeah, it's just dusty. Like, what was that about? <laughs> like, why didn't they empty out the stuff? Yeah. And the book is still in there, but it was this museum. So wouldn't the town know to, like, take the book out? Or even on the counter, like, where the register was, you could see, like, one of those twirly things, and there's stuff there for that people would buy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, move the fucking keychains if you're going to abandon the museum. Mm-hmm. Get rid of them. It should be an empty building, but instead it's like all set up there. Like somebody could just clear out the cobwebs and then start selling. Yeah. And the book has an eyeball that still works, you know? <laughs> and, and Yabos, or did she like her family? We're just like, calling her Yabos. Her Yabos. Was her family like in charge of running the museum or something? She had some sort they of They did connection. a shit job. Yeah. She seemed to know everything about like the lore mm-hmm. of the Sanderson sisters. So yeah. maybe she did. Uh, so they light the candle. The witches come back. Mm-hmm. And the witches right away, they're like, we got to suck the blood off these kids. Not yes. the blood, but the spirits yeah. from these children, which is also a very dark thing. It is. And because they want Thora, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I smell an eight-year-old, you know? And they're chasing her around. It's like, it's freaky. <laughs> That's sort of troubling, like how much they're like, oh, I need that child. Yeah, exactly. It's like a lot that yeah. I don't think would fly today either. Yeah. I just don't see it happening. I, I do like their the sister's dynamic. You know, like oh, Beth's yeah. high octane. Like she's on stage and Broadway. SJP is more... Slut. Yeah, yeah. In the best way. Totally. Complimentary. I mean that. Yeah. She is like kind of like witchy, you know? Or I guess that's obvious, but... And then Kathy is like the very sweet, loving, motherly one. Right. I don't know. And Kathy and Jimmy does that weird thing with her mouth where she talks out of the side of it, which is such a weird choice to me, but I love it. Yes, yeah. Like a lazy, like Katie Holmes in Dawson's Creek, right? Just like, I don't know. <laughs> Gerard Butler talking. Yeah, Gerard Butler. That's so true. <laughs> yeah, I, I would imagine that was an argument. Like, mm-hmm. in my head, her and the director, Kenny Ortega, were, like, talking about that, and he's like, uh, what are you doing? Like, the first time mm-hmm. that she did it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was an argument, and she won, and she was right. Totally. She Maybe right. because of Sister Act just came out. She could do whatever she wants. She could do whatever. Look, I had a normal face in this other blockbuster. I'm going to have a weird one in this. I I respect that. When I was a kid, Jenna, there was nothing funnier to me than her and Sister Act. Like, I, to me, that was peak comedy. Like, nobody had done it better. There's a moment where she starts dancing and ever, like, it's a montage moment, but Kathy and Jimmy's uh, character is dancing in the streets. Mm-hmm. And Whoopi and all the other characters look at her because she's dancing crazy. And I thought, nothing will ever be that funny. <laughs> nothing know. had ever been that funny. Yeah. And it was the peak. It was yes. like, give her an Academy Award for that one little moment of dancing. It was so good. It was so good. Yeah. 
She's really She plays optimistic better than anybody. And in this movie, so when they when they come back to life when Kathy and Jimmy rides the vacuum cleaner, like yes. the other two grab the broom. Mm-hmm. And it's such a weird choice, but I laughed so hard as a kid when she's just riding the vacuum cleaner throughout the It's so On good in the, chase. the the, yeah. the cord is just like yeah. the trailing. Ugh. That's such an iconic 90s thing, too. Those vacuum vac- cleaners. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know. Do you have I I actually feel like owning a vacuum cleaner is like a very adult thing. Like yes. when we got one, I remember thinking like, oh, I'm an adult now. Mm-hmm. I got is- a Swiffer and I was like, this is crazy. Oh yeah, Swiffer, yeah. I'm a yeah. grown up. We got, so we have a regular vacuum, but then we also have that one, it's a handheld, but it's like, I, I don't know what brand it is, mm. but it's like, I see it on TV a lot and I always feel like so luxurious when I'm using that one. Oh, Cause it's yeah. like, a, just like the little one that's like a little rocket. It's not like the stupid. dust buster, but oh, it's, okay. yeah. And it's got these attachments that make it longer. Oh, I feel fancy, and it was nice. expensive. And by expensive, I mean it was like sixty dollars or something. Like it but was, that is. it was like expensive to yeah. me at the time. Yeah, yeah. So I like vacuum tangent. I, <laughs> Home care. I dig. This. You're on a very merry iconic <laughs> podcast. You get lots of vacuum tangents. So the witches come out, and now they're just after the young blood or the young spirit of these this mm-hmm. town. And there's a lot of we mentioned singing. There's also a very weird singing moment with Sarah Jessica Parker. Where she's singing this ballad, "Come, little children, take thee away," mm-hmm. and it's weird for a couple of reasons. First of all, the ballad that just appears in the middle of this film—that's not a musical, although they do have that other musical number. Yeah. And then uh, Sarah Jessica Parker singing is weird to me, and I know she did a lot of Broadway, but I just don't picture her singing. Totally, especially knowing the other two Sanderson sisters who are like really amazing singers. Right. It's an interesting choice. Yeah, like why did they give a Sarah SJP that song? Yeah, and that also makes me think Sarah Jessica. Maybe she she requested to sing. Maybe she told Kenny Ortega, like, "Look, I did Broadway. Mm-hmm. I need a musical number here. Mm-hmm. I need a solo. Girl, give me a solo. Give yeah. me a solo." Yeah. Did mm-hmm. you ever see that movie? Which one? With Sarah Jessica Parker. Girls just want to have. Fun. Oh yes, I love it. I and don't Alan think I've Hunt. seen it. I've never seen it. I've seen. The, I oh. know the like poster. <laughs> Oh, it's I know the poster really well, but I've it. never seen the movie. It's really good. They're like bad girls who sneak out of school. We'll do an episode. We'll do a, is a it bonus. Is it holiday? Yeah, it is. It's back to school, which is sort of a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> is it holiday? This entire podcast is just like, is this a is holiday this movie? A holiday? <laughs> it's really sweet, though. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. So the musical number that SJP does mm-hmm. is nothing, though, compared mm-hmm. to the musical number that the Three Witches do, which has great vocals, mm-hmm. great comedy, because there's that moment where they're like, watch out, watch out, watch out. And you could see 
uh, Sarah, Jessica, and Kathy in the background, like making these faces mm-hmm. as Bette Midler's singing to the crowd. Mm-hmm. And as a kid, or for the for ten years after this movie came out, I was so upset that I couldn't get a copy of that song. Oh, because it was yeah. we didn't have streaming, and it's still, I believe, not available on streaming. Oh, because there was no official soundtrack. There was no soundtrack. Oh. Or I think there might have been a score, but this, they didn't get the rights to the soundtrack to the song or something. There was some rights Someone issue. Someone dropped a ball. Someone dropped a At big H-Q. ass ball. Yeah. Because <laughs> even as a kid, I'm like going to records. I'm like headed into Sam Goody. Sam Goody. And I'm like, where the fuck is that song? Like, yeah. I need that song. And a single. 12 year old boy. Hocus Pocus singles LP. <laughs> Could you imagine Don't like just walking up to like a really cool like record store yeah. employee in 94 <laughs> as a nine year old? And I'm like, where's the song? And he's like, what song? I'm like, the song from Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Don't play Dead with me give me the cassette i need the single like, that is so funny. you know the song do you remember what your first cd was oh yeah Which one? um the first cd i think was ace of bass it was oh. ace of bass and boys to men mm-hmm. but i can't remember one of them i had the cassette and one of them i had the cd so i don't remember which it was but i remember i eventually the first two cds were those two yeah but i think one of them i like double dipped and i had the cassette and then whatever but it was yeah. the boys to men with on bend and knee and i'll make love to you that whole which that album is try. so fucking good so good so good yeah. and then ace of bass which i think they're maybe like loosely connected to nazis or something now oh. unclear yeah, one of them maybe or something. Maybe it's a, a rumor or something, but yeah. people did tell me that. Okay. Somewhere. Don't remember where. Might yeah. have been a dream. <laughs> I saw the sign. They do like signage. Ooh. Yeah, what with the, all that she wants. Remember that one? Oh, I remember yeah. just being at Joggle Lake. That it was, was like this theme song. park in Ohio, and I remember them playing that whole album as you walk into the park. And there was this one <laughs> ride, and I remember listening to All That She Wants, and it was like peak 90s. Here's another baby. She's, She's gone, gone tomorrow. tomorrow. Oh, all that, that she wants. There's um, another baby. My baby. first one was the Free Willy soundtrack. <gasps> Loved it. Oh I was a big God. Michael Jackson. Wait, fan. what was on? Oh, that was yeah. the song on the. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. There was some Soul for Real, I think, too. I just, I mean, they don't make soundtracks anymore like that. Like the 90s soundtracks were all really, really good. Mm-hmm. But that also leads me to believe, like, because of these soundtracks were so big from just one song, like, who at Disney was like, oh, we, why, why wouldn't they buy the rights to the song and release it? Cause Bet, ever since she does this, like, big Hulaween every year, and she performs it from a very years ago, she realized, like, that was a hit. Like, even though it wasn't released, it was a hit. Yeah. So she would perform it every year at this big charity event. And I don't get it. And I, I still don't get it. Like, why I can't get it on Spotify. Mm-hmm. I should look. I'm, I'm almost positive it's still not available. There's like That's different so versions sad. of that song, uh, but it's not. It's not available widely. I'm looking it up right now. Okay, good. Though so, there's, I put a spell on you. There's only the score is available for mm. the, and then there's a song by someone named Patty Cake. Uh, it's a version of I put a spell on you in the style of Hocus Pocus. It says so. It's not the actual song. It's. Oh. In the style of. I love just the concept of anything being in the style of Here, Hocus let's, Pocus. let's just play a little bit yeah. of it. It's been 300 years, right down to the day. Now the witch is back, and there's hell. Like, I appreciate this, but it's not that <laughs> Miller. Yeah, no. Let's just wait till it gets fast. Okay, like it's a good voice. It's yeah. a good voice. Who is this Patty Cake? Hmm. Did you ever see the movie Patty Cake? It's about this young rapper woman. It's really good. Oh my god, oh. I loved it. Bridget Everett's in it. Yeah. 
Uh, oh, she I plays your mom. Patty Cake or yeah. Patty Cakes or something is so good. That's, That's not her, though. Yeah, it's a different lady. <laughs> a different Patty yeah, Cake. I didn't know, realize cake. there were so many Patty Cakes singers. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that is not bad. So, like, I wait. Okay, so this doesn't make any sense to me. How is that available? But not the real one. But not the Bette Midler version. I feel like someone could just take the track off of the masters. You know what right? I bet? You know what I bet happened? Hmm. I bet you Disney had to get like Bet to sign off on it, and she didn't. Want and to. Bet was like, okay, if you give me this percentage or something, and Disney yeah. didn't. They're notoriously, you know, cheap. Yeah. Although oh. I'd be willing to work with you guys, Disney. Yeah. Call us. <laughs> I want to read the script that was written without the witches. Oh, the new one? Yeah. I have a friend who was like talking, who I think either had some sort of in with production. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he was producing or if there was some sort of connection there. But we should try to get hold, do like a live reading or something. Yeah. Because I wonder if the cat factors back in. Oh, because he becomes not a cat at the end. Yeah. And then it's like brother, sister together forever, which again is weird. Right. Right. I mean, that cat, yeah, they're really playing with the rules fast and loose with that cat. It's yeah. Like sometimes he's human, sometimes he's not. Yeah. Uh, and he, at the end, I don't, he's not even technically human. He's like a ghost. A ghost boy. Because he dies and they go off to heaven. Yeah. Which is also a really bleak ending. Like everyone is dead at the end. It <laughs> is, yeah. Him and the sister walk like, into the woods. Through all a of gate. the main characters what? are dead at That's the end. Right. Like the witches all turn to fucking stone. Yeah. And then the spirits go off into heaven. Mm-hmm. Like that's pretty bleak. Yeah. So I wonder how they're going to bring them back. Yeah. they. I mean, they have to bring Thackeray back, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But how would they bring back the fucking cat if he went off to heaven? I wonder if they got Thora Birch. Or Yabos. Oh, I hope, I hope, like, Yabos or they have Thora kid. Birch, like, pop in. Oh, yeah, a kid yeah. would be great. Yeah. Although, okay, so... Max is the mayor. One of the things that is so fascinating to me, because they're doing all these reboots, mm-hmm. And I'm endlessly intrigued by like what characters come back and the actors because what I think happens is they decide to do these reboots and producers, directors, they're like, well, we can't bring back this person who is a kid actor who can't act anymore. Mm. So they have to recast. But then the fans want the original person. So that I always like to imagine like there's conversations and auditions that take place. Like I just interviewed Kyle Richards, who's in the new Halloween movie. Oh, yeah. She played the little girl in the first Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. And I had asked her, I was like, did they make you audition? She said, no, they made me like sit down and have a conversation with the director. And it's like, I think it's like the director needs to make sure you're not like crazy and that you don't look insane and that like, yes, you didn't age terribly. Yeah. But then the, in Halloween movie, it's like the brother's not the same cast member. Mm -hmm. So it's like, they didn't think it was okay to bring the, the brother boy back. Mm -hmm. They recasted that, but they kept the woman Mm -hmm. girl. A woman, girl. Uh, so I'm really fascinated. So we'll have to see with Hocus Pocus. Will they bring back any of the kids? Thor Birch, I think, yeah. is still acting. So let's bring her back. Yeah. Now the boy, Max, I don't know if I've seen him in a while, so we don't know what he looks like. Yeah. I, I think his think name's he's... Omari Katz. I have yeah. that in front of me. So I don't know what's going on with him. But Yabos, you know, she's played by Vanessa Shaw. Mm-hmm. Her name's Vanessa, by the way, V-I-N-E-S-S-A, which is unique. Not Vanessa, Vanessa, which, you know, that was a nightmare going around Vanessa. school when she was a kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They would introduce her. They're like, where's Vanessa? Or, where's <laughs> Vanessa? And she's like, it's Vanessa. Oh, yeah. So Max was also, right before this was on that show, Dallas. Oh, he was on there. Dallas? Yeah. Oh, in the original Dallas. Yeah. That Not the reboot. Opera. I wonder if they brought him back for the reboot of Dallas. Oh, I wonder. They, I mean, they really reboot everything now. They totally everything. do. Um, okay. So one of the things that I have in my oh, notes. he's a hairdresser now in L.A. Oh, so they're not going to bring Should him back. Should we go get my haircut? By uh, yes. I need a haircut. Can we do it live on the show? Yes. Okay, wait. Let's find his number. <laughs> okay, we'll text him. I'm like, hey. Oh, this is so cool. He's a hairdresser. 
Okay, so there's no way that they're having them back. If anything, they'll put them as like an extra. They're not going to have a hairdresser come back for like a big budget sequel to Hocus Pocus. Oh my gosh, you're right. (laughs) Unless he's like the hairdresser in Salem. (gasps) That would be a good role. And the witches come in. But how insulting would it be like if they have the Max character back, Mm -hmm. but then they just have the real Max actor playing a a hairdresser in like an extra scene? Yeah. (laughs) With no lines. (laughs) Uncredited. Featured extra. Oh, that's the thing I'm most anticipating about the sequel now. It's like what they're doing with that. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Okay, so we need to make sure we get your haircut by him. Yes. <laughs> so uh, there's something I we really have to spend at least an hour and a half talking about, and yes. that's uh, two people that I love dearly, two of my mm-hmm. favorite people in the history of the entertainment industry, both iconic directors mm-hmm. of their time. They both since left us, but Gary and Penny Marshall yes. play a husband and wife in this movie, mm-hmm. who the witches actually think are Satan. The witches think that Gary Marshall is Satan. Yes. And speaking of weird spellings of names, Gary's actually spelled G-A-R-R-Y, which yeah. is unique in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I love Penny Marshall to me is everything of course she directed league of their own she directed my uh, preacher's wife like Mm -hmm. uh, an amazing director big she's so so good and gary marshall too did all those holiday movies like what we covered last season new year's eve he did mother's day new year's eve he did pretty woman yeah yeah he's done a bunch of them but what was the decision to make them husband and wife like what, what? How did that happen? How did they all agree to it? Was it Gary and Penny's idea? Why didn't they just make them sisters? It's all very strange in a mm. way that only a '90s movies could do. Get away with stuff like that. It's like yeah, they're a couple, but their mm-hmm. brother. We know them as a very infamous brother and sister duo yeah. since yeah. the early days of Happy Days <laughs> yeah. and Laverne and Shirley. We've known that they're brother and sister. Yeah, so it's weird. Of all the people. <laughs> You know, all the people, it's like, and imagine, okay, if they're remaking this today, that's like having Jake and Maggie Gyllenhaal play married couple. Like, what the fuck? You'd be like, uh, what no. the fuck? Like, we would be all confused. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or who's another brother or sister duo? Oh, uh, Kate Hudson and Oliver Hudson. Like, imagine oh, yeah. them just playing, randomly popping up in a movie. A married couple. Been, As a married couple, we'd all say, what the fuck? Like, it's yeah. weird. Yeah. So, I don't the understand huffs, it. Right? The Huffs. Wait, the dancers? oh my God. They would show up as they a married would, couple. Yeah, they're like, actually, we are. Yeah. <laughs> Those two are. So, uh, did you ever see there's like this video of Julianne Huff? Like, it looks like she's being taken over by the devil. I mean, it's a holiday movie yeah. cover for Halloween. It's just an Instagram post where she's like, she's, okay. I don't even know how to explain it. You guys, I'm trying to explain it. It's like something takes over her body and it's called something like kinetics or something. Mm. Maybe that's not the word, but she seems nuts. She seems yeah. fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. And I met her once when I used to work for the Academy of country music. Oh, yeah. she, I was on like a bus cause she was trying to be a country singer like years oh. ago. She was really nice and one of the most gorgeous humans ever. And I think at the time she was maybe dating Ryan Seacrest or something. Oh, okay. But she was super nice. But ever since then, I see her sometimes and I'm like, what the fuck is going on there? Yeah. And the, with the brother Derek. Mm-hmm. And they always are popping up on Disney stuff. Speaking of, I mm-hmm. think maybe in one of those like Disney sing-along specials they did during COVID, mm-hmm. I feel like they maybe did some song and dance together. They did. Yeah. Did they? I remember seeing something like that. Because I think, didn't she have that whole debacle around Halloween? Speaking of, didn't she oh like my God, the, brown, she did. the bronze? Yeah, she played um, someone from Orange is the New Black. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> she's. I mean, Julianne Huff to me is like one of those people who I'd actually kind of love to interview just because I don't get it. Yeah. Like all of it. Yes. Like I don't, yeah. I don't really quite get it. Mm-hmm. And the brother too. I just think there's a lot of questions I have about the two of them, and I, mm-hmm. God bless them. But they do always pop up in Disney stuff. I'm like, this is such a weird. 
duo to be putting in like these these sing-along things mm-hmm. i guess they're sort of sque- they got the, a little bit of the squeaky clean image but i yeah. think of them as more like weird than squeaky clean yeah maybe some of our listeners really like the huffs i'm yeah. not sure <laughs> i guess we'll find out maybe in the comments <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get lots of angry yeah. messages about the yeah. huffs uh yeah so those are the only two actually i could see maybe in the hocus pocus sequel those Definitely. two will show up as like a husband and wife and a you know what? That's probably what's going to happen. Or it'll be like the, pro- the Property Brothers is like <laughs> yeah. a husband-husband duo. <laughs> I also don't understand them. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. I, you know, I don't... I, we were just talking about auditioning, and yeah. I literally just auditioned for something where it was like to play basically one of the Property Brothers. Oh. Like it was a, a host of like a HGTV show, mm-hmm. and it would, it would be me and somebody else. I don't think I got it because they haven't called. But... <laughs> Uh, it was basically the Property Brothers and the script of it was so funny. I don't know if I'm, I, I probably can't say what it is, but it was just so funny because it was like playing into that whole of like they're weird and overly energetic and like also have some like weird underlying sexual tension or something, which I'm not yeah. saying that they hook up or anything, but there is some sort of like weird tension between Thing. the two of them, I think. Yeah. But it's twins, I think, in general are weird. I find Probably. twins weird and very fascinating and I would love to be a twin. Yeah. My grandma's a twin. Did she have like a weird energy with her sister? I mean, no, they actually looked so much like the mom in that 70s show. That's what they both Oh, I like. love her. Yeah, I she's love hilarious, her. right? She's yeah, so funny. She's really She cool. should be a huge star. Oh, yeah. Like, she's, she's great. To me, she's like one of the funniest people mm-hmm. ever. She, whenever she yeah. pops up, I'm like, I love her. She was in WandaVision. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 She's great. Uh, I have some twin friends who I love, but mm-hmm. they have like this connection that is, is fascinating to mm-hmm. me because I don't... Are the Huffs twins? They might be. Maybe they're twins, and that's why they got a weird vibe going on. Yeah. I don't um, know. I don't know. Uh, okay, so where were we in this movie? Oh, what yeah. else? Did, okay, so we wanted to, I want to talk about Gary and Penny Marshall. There's also that moment, which I love nostalgic commercials. Mm-hmm. And in that same scene, Kathy and Jimmy's character is watching one of those like 90s commercials. Mm-hmm. And I... You know, I love it. I love it. And I sometimes will spend Saturday, Sundays when I'm trying to relax. I'll hop onto YouTube and I'll watch. There's videos of like, you can type in 1996 commercials oh. and there'll be an hour long YouTube mm-hmm. of just commercials from 96. The and I'm in heaven. Products. I'm oh, in yeah. heaven. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I feel like I'm watching Saturday morning cartoons or something. Yeah. Because there's no rules. No rules. And it's all like, sometimes I'll be watching and like someone famous will pop up. You'll mm-hmm. be like, oh, there's, I don't know, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. <laughs> there's the Gyllenhaal siblings. Exactly. Yeah, playing in a Nerf a commercial. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's the thing too with '90s commercials. No one was camera ready. You know, like now it's like you have Jennifer Garner, you know, Catherine Zeta Jones. People are hot, but back in the '90s, they were like, "There's no hair and makeup, and we're rolling in three, two, one, go and go." Mm-hmm. It's so good. Oh, I didn't notice. There's a movie moment. I don't know if you notice that in movies too. Whenever they say the title of the movie. You got to get chills. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The titular role. Yeah. Um, I noticed um, it's Max says it in the Sanderson house, minute 29. And right as he's about to light the, what is it? The black flame, the candle. Black flame candle. He said, it's just a bunch of hocus pocus. They really got that in there quick. Boom. Right? Yeah. yeah. End of act one. And so um, I Googled, what is the origin of the phrase hocus pocus? I love pocus? that you Googled that. Okay. I love <laughs> I like, that. I had to bring the fodder. Um, so during the 1600s, Hocus Pocus was a name commonly adopted by a juggler or magician. The name and the words Hocus Pocus, which were often chanted during tricks involving sleight of hand, is believed to be um, like a way to say a Latin blessing that says, this is my body. So like if you're a magician and you're on the streets doing tricks, people be like, Hocus Pocus, so he could keep the time of his juggling. Oh my God. Isn't that 
fascinating? That's very, I would have never even known. What? I would have never known that or thought that or anything. Yeah. Interesting. Strange. Do you have any other facts for me? Um, Hit no. Us. <laughs> Hit us. Okay. It's so the two facts you brought were <laughs> Kathy and Jimmy was also in Sister Act. And then also you looked up Hocus Pocus. I love that. That's it. That's all we need here. That's, that's more we than need. we've done in other episodes, that's to be true. honest. That's true. I feel like actually this is a good one. Yeah, this wait, is a classic. Oh yeah, wait, did you have a list of like the craziest stuff that... I'm trying to... I, I do have a list of like insane moments from the show. Okay. And I'm looking right now and I think we mostly covered them. The okay. one thing that... Uh, the one thing that this this list actually points out is that Max, so he lit the black flame, black flame candle, mm-hmm. and he was the first to do so in 300 years. And I don't know if that's believable. Yeah. And this article points out, like, would in that whole town, like, they all knew about this lore, but, like, no other virgin went and lit it? Because it was still set up in that fucking museum. And that you could have. Is that the, that's the whole gambit? Yeah. I don't know. That is weird. And then uh, the other thing they point out is that the Sanderson sisters, <laughs> they thought that car lights were sunlight. You know, that's it. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. Which they would know sunlight. Yeah. I mean, maybe they wouldn't know cars. Out in the town. I love out. it. Speaking of vehicle moments, I love that moment when Sarah Jessica sits on the bus driver's lap mm-hmm. and that's when they run over the fucking cat. And then... It like bounces and yeah, that it's like a very sex. There's some sexual moments in there too, where oh, yeah. she, you know, Sarah Jessica is being like pretty sexy. And I don't know if they're gonna, I, we'll have to see for the sequel, like, are they gonna lean into her being sexy and mm-hmm. sexual in that movie? Because I don't see Disney movies doing that anymore. Yeah. yeah. They got away with more in the 90s. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I hope there's some gay representation in the new one. Yeah. You know, we need that. Absolutely. We had some. Uh, good, uh, Yabos can have a girlfriend. <laughs> a yeah, let's get her a girlfriend. Partner. <laughs> let's get her a girlfriend. Uh, Jenna, the movie ends, and of course, it's beca- went on to become this classic. I'm trying to think if there's anything else we missed talking about this movie. Anything else that we wanted to point out? You know, I love these characters. There's a great book I do want to mention by Aaron Wallace. He's a friend of mine, and he, uh, I think it's called Hocus Pocus in Focus. You can look it up on Amazon. And if you like behind the scenes stuff, he's great, and he's like a Disney brilliant disney mind and i i had him on the show before uh talking about hocus pocus and my other one uh, and he's he's great but you could check out that book if you're like a hocus pocus stan mm-hmm. go check it out we are good. yeah yeah um i do like the very end though the virgin shaming when um the cat comes back to life and he's like sorry emily to his child sister who i don't even think knows what a virgin is this kid's like five he's like sorry i'd wait 300 years for a virgin to light a candle then everyone kind of looks over but no one's talking about how like yabos is Maybe a virgin, Thora Birch. No, but I think Yabos isn't a virgin. Oh, she hooked up with that guy in the class. And I also think like there's this weird moment where they almost imply that they're gonna fuck, like the Yabos Mm -hmm. and Max Mm -hmm. when they go to bed. Yeah, I as a kid, I kind of thought like, oh, are they gonna do it? And then that makes him not a virgin anymore. I I don't know. That was weird to me. I don't think that ultimately happened, but I that was weird to me. Mm -hmm. And also speaking of that moment. There's a couple times where it feels like the movie ends and then it doesn't. Like to me, that's a moment where it's like they're going to bed. They thought they defeated them with the salt circle and all that stuff. And it feels like it's ending and then it doesn't. It like picks back up again for another half an hour, which yeah. I'm great it, lasting longer, but I, it, it feels like it ended. Yeah. yeah. Do you like Haunted Just Houses? like our podcast, it felt like it was ending five <laughs> minutes ago and now we're going on. <laughs> 
in the style <laughs> of Hocus Pocus. Shaming. We have a, yeah, exactly. Do you? I do not like haunted houses. Oh, me either. Yeah, they terrify no. me. No, I'm like, I would never go in that museum. No. Ever. Uh, no. You know, I used to, as a kid, I was like big into slasher films, and then I just, uh, now I'm... I'm starting to get back to liking horror movies again, Mm -hmm. but there was a long period of time where I couldn't watch anything horror. And then even scary haunted houses, like I didn't like, I I guess it's like sort of fun on a new date, but other than that, it's like, I don't want to be, yeah, it's only fun for on a new date because it kind of like throws you together with the person. Yeah. And you can like hold hands and touch them. I broke up with someone on Halloween night. Did I tell you this? No. Yeah. Like he, you know, everyone gets drunk on Halloween and this Mm -hmm. guy, he was an asshole to begin with, but then on Halloween night, like we were waiting in line to get into this bar, and he was like playfully, like kind of, he playfully slapped me, like in line. It's like, and he did it as a joke, but like it was one of those. It was like what I had had all these red flags, and then there was that moment. And I was like, oh my god, like that was the biggest red flag. Yes, and I immediately left, and I couldn't get a cab or anything, so I walked like six miles home. I mean, it was like a really far walk on Halloween night, and it was a, a terrible night. But Ugh. yeah, it was. It was so weird to me. And I thought, like, if this is, and it, we'd only dated a couple of weeks or something. Yeah. It wasn't like long, but it, it was right around Halloween we dated. We went, I remember we went to a haunted house and that mm-hmm. kind of actually bamboozled us because I thought we were going in a good direction because we had this great haunted house night. And then mm-hmm. Halloween night, it was so strange. Like, it, I, and I, to me, all that's unacceptable, like violence totally. and everything. But it, I don't even know if he, like, he thought he was joking, but it was still, like a slap across the face and it wasn't it didn't hurt me yeah but it was still we like oh my god like this courting. is so it was, and i and because it was also very new it was like this is so strange yeah but so ladies if you're out there run i'm glad you left <laughs> do you remember what costume you were wearing i was i was goofy speaking of disney goofy? i was dressed oh, as yeah. goofy yeah what was he dressed as i don't want to talk about him i yeah i don't want to even Turner. give him the yeah I, I just he was yeah yeah he was a well, dick. i'm glad you've Taking back Halloween. I know, and luckily Matt doesn't do that to me. <laughs> Fortunately, I got Matt now, and he's not—he's yeah. not doing that. What are you God bless. Gonna, what are you guys going to be for Halloween this I year? I don't know. I, we normally actually, for the past handful of years, we go out of town for Halloween because yeah. we're—you know—we don't like. I, I think we got sort of past. You know, we live in West Hollywood. It gets so crazy here on Halloween. The, there's like yeah, the streets the get filled up, and there's parade, which there wasn't last year because of the pandemic. But we have gone to Hawaii the past mm. few years, and it's like a good time to get away because. We sort of miss all the Halloween hoopla, but then the pa- the the three years that we've gone, it's still nice because you're at a resort and like there's kids at the resort in costumes and sometimes some of the people dress in costumes. So it's like fun. You get the Halloween of it all, but then you're just on a beach somewhere, which is yeah. nice. So I, yeah, I, we're not planning on going because there's all this stuff with COVID in Hawaii right now. Yeah. But uh, I don't think we'll do much. Will you go out for Halloween? No, I, I usually give out candy to trick or treaters. Oh, that's, that's my fun. fave. Yeah. yeah, my dog and I dress like dinosaurs in matching costumes. Oh, I love that. But yes, it, last year was. So I want to come over for this year. Yeah, family. it's. Oh, I love it. I always miss that because my family in Ohio. That's what they do. You know, they yeah. the kids get to go trick or treating. They're in a big neighborhood, mm-hmm. and it's like nobody comes here. I always mm-hmm. get candy for my apartment. It's like we've never, not once, had a guest. Yeah, yeah, and seeing all the little costumes is so cute. Oh, I love yeah. it. Jenna, this was so fun. This was our first episode back. Again, I, I want to remind listeners, follow us on Instagram for all of our updates. We're shooting for six episodes, maybe yes. more. Mm-hmm. You can see all of the updates at A Very Merry Iconic Podcast on Instagram. We're going to be posting there throughout the holiday season. And you guys, let us know there. If you have some, if there's a movie coming out, 
uh, we're leaving some space open to hopefully cover some movies that are airing this year, new movies. Mm -hmm. But then we also realized you guys want the old stuff. Like we know you guys like the classics. Mm -hmm. So we're going into Fred Claus this year and, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and we're, we're might cover some other things. We might even do a part two of something we covered last year. We're thinking about it. We got some ideas. Yeah. We got some good stuff, Uh, but we want to hear from you guys. So always leave on our Instagram. I'm at Danny Pellegrino on Instagram and Jenna can be found. Oh, at, at Jenna.Brister on Insta. And we're so excited. You guys are with us this holiday season. Jenna and I are also trying to work on a holiday movie. We're yeah. We want to write one. We're we have some ideas we're pitching. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully we'll be getting a, a movie version of this podcast <laughs> at some one point. based on this. Yeah. We're do- I mean, so if anyone out there, any executives, you want this movie. We, Jenna and I got great ideas. Hit us up. Yeah. DM us. Whatever. <laughs> yes. And in the meantime, we want everyone to have a happy Halloween. We're go- we, I think we're going to have maybe a couple week break and then come back with more episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we wanted to get a Halloween episode. So we hope you all have a wonderful and happy Halloween. And thank you for joining us for a very merry, iconic podcast. Jenna, anything else you want to add? Just, I love you guys. Enjoy Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Happy Halloween. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.